how you say something is more important than what you say i'm certain my friends that you must have heard this several times and i'm sure you must be wondering does this really matter well tune into this 13th episode of my first step ever to find your answers i'm your host ishani nigam i'm a masters of marketing communication student at the university of melbourne and i started this podcast to empower and inspire you to take your first step so what are we waiting for let's get started Today I have invited a guest speaker who has mastered the art of using the right words to the right person in the right amount. Please join me in welcoming Australia's leading and award-winning copywriter, content marketer, and much more than that that we will be discussing today. He is Christopher Milotti. Hi Christopher. Hi, Shani. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. What an entrance. Thank you. <laughs> I am extremely happy to have you on the show because I really want to give a very quick context to my listeners that attended your one of your webinars, uh, your course, Content Marketing and Copywriting. I was blown away with the knowledge that you bring and the way you explain a concept, which is also very important. That's why I said how you say something is so important. Yeah. So, um, Christopher, you... have won several awards and when i say several there is a list long list <laughs> you are the winner of local business award sydney 2020 finalist mm-hmm. and australian small business champions award australian local business award and many more <laughs> so um to start with christopher i sure. want to know you as a person your journey your mindset i like to ask when was the first time you thought that oh I like this profession of copywriting or I like writing and I'm really good at this. Um I would say I was studying when I was studying my master's degree in law and the reason why I say that is because I never pursued law I I did it as a as an interest and during that master's degree I um it, the assignments were 30,000 words long. Okay now that's a lot that's a lot of copy. What I actually found what well, and truly this is how I I found it was in doing those assignments i remember that a lot of people commented when they were proofreading for me a lot of people said wow you've got a real flair for writing and you've got a real flair for communicating in a way that's understandable and then i then ended up working in a marketing agency in sydney and from there that's when i discovered what copywriting was i didn't even know what it was when i discovered what copywriting was and how it worked the pieces sort of came together and and in the end it was like oh i really want to do this and then i set up my business on the side and and then the rest is history wow so what i understand from that is it, it came very naturally to you it was yeah. not one of those light bulb moments that oh i'm good at this particular profession it just went a bit more naturally for you people telling you that you were good at something and how long back it was when you got your first job in marketing agency and you started in this career of copywriting Um so so I I was in I've been marketing my whole career. So I studied a degree in marketing um and I graduated in 2007. And so ever since then I've been in the marketing profession um more as a generalist. So that's actually been advantageous to me because I actually 
um, learned all the strategy and all the elements. Let's see, um, a, a lot of copywriters today, they're just writers. Whereas to me, I've come from a marketing background in a professional marketing, corporate marketing background. So I've been there with, with, when it comes to strategy, budgets, um, piecing all things together, vision, missions, um, you know, like uh, company programs and all those kind of things. So I've been that marketing strategist and generalist for years. And then as I progressed in this career, I found that writing was my specialty in what I did. And so what I did was I combined those two elements of the marketing background and understanding what copywriting um, plays as well as um, being like doing the copywriting itself. And so now that's why I've rebranded to um, copywriting and message marketing as my brand because we don't just do copywriting, we do message marketing. So that's where that's the evolution and where it's come from is is being in my career, sort of developed over that time and found that it was a really nice way to um, be more active in marketing. Interesting. It's, it's really great that you brought this thing up that now you specialize in content and message marketing. Yes. So this is where I was going next. I yeah. wanted to understand from the very beginning of your career, I, as you said, that you worked for several years and now you have started your own venture. Yes. It's been going really strong. So how, what was the journey like from, you know, working uh, in a company to having your own venture, what was the uh, initial thoughts in your head? How did you put this thing together? Yeah. Look, I, I'm very um, scared of risk, I have to admit, and which is a, a very hard attribute for an entrepreneur because entrepreneurs, you need to, like, go for it, right? And I've learned to obviously take risks a lot more, but I took the, the more safer route of, of starting up a business on the side while I was working full time. And so I, I always wanted to, you know, do a business and I, I, had, I got the excitement out of having my own project and my own um, clients and my own gigs. And it excited me, but I was too scared to, because I had mortgages, I was too scared to just, you know, get, you know go for it. And so um, it, it, I had the business for quite a few years because the business is quite uh, quite a few years old, but that's because it was on the side for a long time. And so what I was doing was I was working during the day and then I'd go home and sort of do general projects, like get a, get a client here or there and all that sort of thing. And over the couple of years, it started to grow quite fast and it was growing and growing and growing. And all of a sudden it got to the end of 2017 and I had two full-time jobs. Like I was working all day and then working all night and, and it was just too much. And so uh, I had lots of mentors and lots of people that I um, was speaking to and they were like, Chris, you've got to back yourself. You, you, you're, it's ready to go. Like, your business is already getting, you know, making money. It's already doing quite well. So you need to, you need to give it a go. And that's what I did is I, at the end of 2017, I resigned from my previous role and my boss was very good. Um, he was like, look, you've got to pursue this. And, um, and off I went and, and now we're here today. And I'm so glad I made this risk that took this risk, but that's, that's how I did it. But a lot of people um, don't do it this way. A lot of people just jump straight in and, and go for it. Yeah, I, I want to reinforce that, that being a risk-averse person and an entrepreneur, I think it's it's an okay thing because I recently had a guest speaker on my podcast and she is Deirdre from Canada. And this was exactly yep. what she mentioned, that mm. like entrepreneurs are supposed to be risk-taker. That's what how we perceive things. But you can, if you have a smart way of going ahead or having mortgage is very normal all of us have yes. a lot of bills to pay so 
at times we also need to find a smart way out and if we really scared and this is something that i mentioned even in my previous podcast when we had michelle again and she's she had the similar journey you know she had her own job going on and she really wanted to have this career uh for her to help other people for coaching and she started uh, on the side exactly like how you have been doing and i think it is i really want to appreciate and acknowledge that how much effort it goes in managing two different careers uh, oh, at the same please. point of time uh, so on that note chris i am really excited to know when you started off did you face any challenges if oh yes yeah, it's yeah. it's funny like um as an entrepreneur you see all those silly ads on on the you know the get, get rich quick schemes so many on online and you see um that person that says oh i'm an entrepreneur and you see them standing next to a lamborghini and they're like 10 you know and and you see all those kind of things and there's this perception that entrepreneurs are breaking it in and making money and look there is a small percentage that does um but the reality is having your own business is tough and I, and i don't mean that to discourage people i want people to be encouraged because it's an adversity that will grow you that you will love um it will test you but it will turn it will show you the kind of resilience that you can have um and so that's why i'm saying like that, but but it's silly to go in it thinking that it's going to be easy because it's anything but at the start there's there's issues where you don't have enough clients or you uh don't have the experience and no one's hiring you so or you um have competitors that are really active and they're pushing you aside um and then later on you have um you you when you have a team you've got cash flow challenges and making sure that you're profitable and filling your pipeline and it's you know making sure that you're making right decisions or whether to get another staff member or who to hire there's all these challenges so i'm not going to lie entrepreneurial road is is very hard however it is extremely rewarding so I would highly encourage if you've always wanted to start a business I would highly encourage people to do it but the best way that you're going to begin your journey on the right foot is to know that it's not going to be easy but knowing that the more that you conquer the more you discover how amazing you are and and the best part about it that I found is every step forward you make is yours that's that's the most rewarding I would say at all is that it's not like it's not i when i was working for other corporates and things every achievement was for someone else and whereas when it's your own business every new platform you open or start or join or every five star review or everything like that you're doing is directly attributed to you and i don't mean that in a in a uh you know uh like you're trying to get all this glory it's more it's just it's fulfilling i definitely i can definitely resonate with that because <laughs> i i just get the joy out of thinking that i've created something and yes, the next day i have is. to go and talk to people and build a relationship and yes. see what is the content that i can bring up that can help our listeners and yes. so the guests as well and as you always say it is always important what our customers in my case our listeners what is in it for them what and how beautifully you summarize all those challenges if i may say so out of those challenges if you would like to maybe tell our listeners the biggest mistakes beginners make biggest mistake i've made um i would say nothing it's nothing like um uh detrimental it's more like um not not trusting my instinct was one um uh, 100% like as in your your brain tends to rule when it comes to your entrepreneurial journey and making decisions and what happens is your gut instinct is usually correct 
like the gut, you, you, you have this gut instinct where you go, I don't think this is the right decision or I don't think this is the right client. And your brain will go, no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. It's money, right? And then you, you, do, you do it and then it blows up in your face and you say to yourself, I knew, I knew this client wasn't the right match for me or I knew this decision wasn't right. So my, the first thing is the biggest mistake is not listening to your gut. And the second is not hiring. Now, I know uh, people that are starting the entrepreneurial journey, you're probably thinking, how am I even thinking about hiring right now? Because I'm just starting to make a bit of money or I'm not making any money at the moment. Um, but what I'm saying is when you get to that point where you go, I need some help, just embrace it. This is something that I was told and I ignored and I shouldn't have. Because um, when you hire, it's like your revenue goes like, like up and up and up and then, and then you hire and it goes down, but then it goes up to a bigger level and then it goes down again when you hire and then it goes up to a further level again. So what I, I'm giving you the advice that I sadly ignore that now I've adapted to is, um, is making sure that when you feel it's the time or you need the expertise or you need something, um, you need someone to help you manage things, then, then just do it. Um, know that it is going to be a pay decrease for you and the business. But um, in the end, if you find the right person, then it will propel you to the next level. So that would be my two points. Is listen to your gut when it comes to your instinct on decision-making and um, hire when, when you're ready. But make sure you don't hold off hiring. It is worth it. Thank you for sharing those golden tips. I can really see through that how this a particular advice would really be helpful for a venture flourishing yeah. and needs more people. Oh, and, yes, definitely. Yeah. Like I've got a team of five now um, and I never, like never would have thought this would happen. Like I've, I, full time I've only been, yeah, as I said, till the, since the end of 2017. And now having a team of five is just unimaginable. <laughs> um, but here we are and we're fully and we're, we're completely busy yes definitely and also um, I'm quite happy that because today uh, people who are listening to us they're, they're from all across uh, the globe and from different age uh, groups especially people who want to start their career restart a second inning I think and it, because I suppose they have the experience the expertise this might be a very good advice for you and this would be really good if you want to you know take on few people under your empire that you've already built yeah. if you want yeah. to take it forward so this is an amazing advice that Christopher has given us I have one more question to you and probably um, then a little fun segment that I have created so uh, this question is now that I know a little more about you your journey your mindset I would also like a listeners to know the, the have the glimpse of the genius that you are at your work. So if you can take us through the top three tips in copywriting and content marketing. So, um, yeah, so my, my business is Multimedia and we look after copywriting and content marketing strategy for a lot of clients. And that, that can range from accountants um, to software companies all over. And, and it, we do all this kind of, and the reason why we can do it in such a wide um, space is because the essence of copywriting and content marketing are always the same, which is learn about your customer first and, and who they are, what they want and where their relevance lies. And then it's about finding your, your making your product or service um, meet their expectations. And so educating them through value, which I define as information um, plus entertainment. 
So you're providing them that value that attracts them to your business and attracts them to your product or service, and then giving them something compelling that inspires them to act. These are the kind of principles of, of copywriting and marketing and content marketing that work is, is, you know, knowing your customer, number one, is finding why and giving them the reason why you're relevant in their lives. And this is where a lot of uh, my clients um, need my help is that they go, we do this, we do that. And it's like, yep, but the customer doesn't understand that. The customer can't find that relatable. Whereas if you say, we help you do this, or we empower this, or we give you this, or these are the benefits, suddenly you become something that they want to pay attention to. And then the next stage is making sure that you're engaging them enough to inspire them to contact you. And they're, they're kind of the principles. And it's, and it's using a mixture of creativity and, and, and data-driven logic and all these kind of elements together to make it. So it's not just about the words. It's also about, like you said at the start, it's about what you say and, and how you say it and what people will enjoy. And that's really what it comes down to. And, and it's, it is, I'm not going to lie, it is a bit of a, an art form. The reason why is because it takes a lot of time. Like people just go, oh, I can write, so it should be fine. I can just do it. But what happens is they end up coming to me in the end and go, oh, no, I do need you to write my website because they they can't make the connection between what they're doing and their customer and how they can make it a compelling argument, in, in you know, argument as in um, how they can make it a compelling message, let's say that, core message. And so that's kind of where my profession lies and what we do. That is so intriguing Uh, I think what really is an advantage in your situation as well I feel that you already uh, were in marketing you had this amazing knowledge and I think you have to keep updating yourself every year if you're in marketing and technology field I suppose and every time you are upgrading your knowledge and Mm -hmm. also adding it whenever you are meeting your clients so what is also interesting in this is that I wanted to tell my listeners that this is a very important skill I suppose it can be learned, acquired. Definitely. Lots of practice. It takes a lot of practice, like anything else. You know, anyone can draw, but when you want to draw well, it takes hours of work and practice and making sure you're doing it and applying your skills like a language. It's, it's always the same. It's a skill. Yes, I think and it is so important. And I think this particular skill is so relevant across the professions and even in different situations. For example, if you are a brand and you are you want to uh, market yourself on LinkedIn or yes. even when you're going for an interview. So all these, even if you're going on a date. So I mean, they're different uh, contexts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what word you're using? Who are you, uh, you know, um, talking to? All this thing is very important. So even if someone doesn't really want to get into the profession, but learning the skill would definitely come handy in the Oh, marketing is essential. Like you, if any skill of an entrepreneur you need to learn, it's marketing. Anything else can be outsourced. And what I mean by that is you can, you can outsource your accounting. You can outsource all the operations and the hiring and all that sort of stuff because all you need to know is that they're doing it. Whereas for marketing, while you can outsource marketing, I know people thinking you can outsource that too, but what it is is you still have to have a sense of how to market yourself. Because in the end, if you can't market yourself, no one's going to come. No one's going to buy. You can have the best product in the world, but if you can't sell it, then you no one's going to buy it and then you disappear. So even if you're not the marketer yourself, you must have a marketing mindset, which means like 
um, creating a product that's relevant and intriguing and interesting and lots of value, you know, um, prov providing lots of value to customers, um, being able to find the right channels to reach them and showing and demonstrating the value giving them a reason to exchange money with you, to be in the profession of marketing. But you must have a marketing mindset because if you can't, if you don't believe in your product yourself and you can't think about how anyone would buy it or sell it or how anyone could um, uh, spend the money on it, then how do you expect your customers to do it? How do you expect your team to do it? So you, you must always have that. That's, it's a very important skill. And as we come to the last leg of this interview, sure. I first like to thank you for all the interesting and golden oh, no. nuggets and tips that you have been giving us on your profession, on your personal life, how to start a business. It has <laughs> been an amazing journey for the last 20, 25 odd minutes for me uh, as a listener. And I would, I'm so honored that you are here um, and you, because you're one of the best in your jobs, a leading uh, content master, uh, copywriter in Australia. And that really proves, um, I mean, if anyone really uh, is interested, I think it's a very great platform to connect with Christopher, go on LinkedIn. Yeah, LinkedIn's the place. <laughs> yes, yes. So I'm going to put all the links in the description. You Thank can you. directly go and say hi to him. And yep. yes. So just this is the first uh, time that I'm doing this because we have a great content marketer and copywriter in the house. So let's see if it makes sense. Sure. I am going to ask you a few questions. Like it, I just have four questions and if you can answer them in one word. It's okay. very simple. It's, it's okay. Right. Let's start. So things or thing that puts you off as a copywriter. Say miscommunication. A thing that puts you off as a content marketer. Or a marketer? Uh, as a marketer? Um, I would say, oh, well, it could be like errors. Mm -hmm. I think what I mean is um, like spelling errors and, and grammatical errors. Right away. I mean, we've been hearing this and that, that is so important. It really means that it's so important. So we need to get that right. Yes. <laughs> and what gives you a kick to continue to be in the profession that you are in? I would say um, evolution. Yeah. And what I mean by that is that the, the market is always changing and, and marketing is always changing. Like I, I'm doing blogs at the moment that are talking about really advanced marketing and AI and interaction and visuals and all these kind of things that are coming up. And that's what makes it so exciting for me is it's, it's never the same. It's always changing. Yeah. Last one. If you ever need to venture out in a different profession, mm -hmm. if what would it be? I'm going to get, I'm going to get laughed at. Uh, I would say acting. And the reason why is because you can see my energy. I, I've done a lot of stage work and I've been doing a lot of voice acting lately. Um, and uh, yeah, so and I've written a few scripts lately for ads where I've actually been in the ad and things like that. So, um, so yeah, I would say if that's where, if this career didn't work out, I would I maybe go there. <laughs> Am I meeting the future actor? <laughs> oh, wow. We'll see. <laughs> and, I, and I think um, that perfectly makes sense because I was telling you before we started uh, with the interview that I really loved the energy that you brought when we were doing the webinar and the voice, the throw, the tone that you have 
that really made me feel energetic i was a bit low on that day uh, oh. i have like to confess but you really really made me uh, you know come back uh, no. to where we were and i remember how you used to kind of address each one of us when you were asking the question that was mm. a very interesting way of making someone feel valued or that their opinion values or their answer values so that was amazing something that i Thank learned you. from you apart from the content marketing that i was uh, there for so Oh my god I'm so pumped for this interview today thank you so thank much Thank you I'm honored honestly Shani thank you thank you very much for the invite I really appreciate it I'm glad you're so excited as well that's wonderful <laughs> I think the energy has just transferred yes. I I I really wanted to you know match up to your energy <laughs> I'm sure this is going to be a great great episode and thank you for people here it they will be energized as well. Thank you. And and look I would say for some free value and this is not me selling it legitimately if you go to melotimedia.com.au/blog there's yeah. lots and lots of free stuff everywhere. I never charge for it. There's lots and lots of content there that will guide people, help people, um show people what to do. So please go there because there's so much information there that I love putting up there and it's all free. melotimedia.com.au/blog This was such an exciting episode. filled with so much of insight Christopher's personal experience some great tips advice do's and don'ts and most of all the answer to why is it important to pay attention to how you say something to all my friends and listeners out there if you really enjoyed this episode then go on and follow us on Spotify my first step ever or on Apple podcast or on Vushka and also join our instagram community which is my first step ever underscore in which is an amazing platform for you to network with like minded people and also get connected to our guest speakers and until next time keep your spirits high because you are the only person who can make difference in your own life